Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, welcome to Selling Fort Wayne Podcast. This is Tyler Morningstar. I'm with... Carrie Morningstar. And we've been going through this process of buying a home, but now the realities of Allen County are that there's not a lot of homes to buy. How many homes were for sale last time you checked? 189 as of today, which is March 4th, 2021. Yeah, so there's lots of buyers very little sellers. And not only 189, that's from zero to 1.9 million. So it's not just even 189 at a certain price point. That's everything. Yeah. So with knowing that that is the shortage right now, new home construction is booming. Skyrocketing. And it's also a really good choice if you're a buyer and you just cannot seem to A, find a house that you like, or B, you cannot seem to win the bid. Building a home is a good option for you. Absolutely. There's so many choices to make and you get to have exactly what you want and you get to choose everything. And that's one of the things why we're going to be talking here to Jamie Lancia because they've got a lot of cool things going on at their company. And one of the things that I find most uh, important with uh, Lancia Homes is that they have a degree decorator on staff that can put, help put things together because some people feel like that's really overwhelming that, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm building a home. How? How am I going to do that? And what comes next? And that, that's why I think building is just a really wonderful option at this time. And really all the time, I much prefer to do new home construction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So again, we have Jamie Lancia here with, of Lancia Homes. Jamie, thank you for joining us. Well, Tyler and Carrie, thank you for having me here today. So let's just jump in here. Jamie, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about your company. Absolutely. Um, I'm Jamie Lancia, president of Lancia Homes. Uh, my father started the company in 1975. So this summer here, we will be celebrating our 46th year in building homes in Northeast Indiana and Northwest Ohio. You know, we're a family-based company here, right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And the thing is, our, our thing is we're a custom home builder. Um, our main focus is, is building uh, custom homes and semi-custom homes for families of all different uh, sizes. And really, ultimately, is really spending the time with the client to interview them to really get an understanding of really what their needs are and to make sure that we meet the needs of their of today's families. Congratulations, Jamie, on 46 years. I've been in the business for 33 years, and I've seen a lot of builders come and go. And that's a very important part when you're selecting a builder to see how long they've been in business. A lot of times you'll see builders that will uh, come under one name, file bankruptcy, and go under another name. So with being in business for 46 years, that lets you know and have the comfort that this person's going to be around for a while. And they're not going to go bankrupt. Well, you know, you're exactly right, Carrie. You know, we're very fortunate. You know, we run a business really well. We run as a professional business. You know, we obviously take care of our customers. And repeat business is a huge portion of our business we get every year. We, are, we have one family right now. We're on their 11th home for one family. Um, and, and, it's, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's really pretty awesome to see that. So, And that's not something that you'll get with many builders that have uh, one builder build 11 homes for one family that they, that they lived in. These weren't investment properties. They were homes that they actually lived in and raised their families in. 
Jamie, how many homes per year do you build? So every year we build between about 225 and 250 homes per year, um, coming from kind of just north of uh, Grant County, um, which is kind of halfway between Fort Wayne, Indiana and Indianapolis up to state line in Michigan. Um, we head over to Wabash and Kosciuszko County and Warsaw area, as well as over into northwest Ohio, uh, Van Wert and those surrounding counties over there. So we cover a really pretty broad footprint, about 50, 60 miles in all directions, really, of Allen County. And, uh, you know, obviously we have a really great team. And that's how we manage the home sites and make sure we spend the time to interview that client up front. Well, we mentioned the lack of inventory and how new home construction is going crazy. You know, is there anything you can kind of tell us a little bit more about the new home construction climate right now in Allen County and surrounding counties? So, you know, it's it's a feeding frenzy right now. I mean, I think everyone kind of knows that in this marketplace with uh, the amount of uh, homes that uh, are uh, currently for sale. Like Carrie just said a little bit ago, 100 and 189 homes on the existing market and new construction. So that's both. That is both new construction and existing. Um, and, and that's something I follow very closely uh, from month to month. And the thing that's really unique here is that when you look at that is that really the listings are down over 50% from a year ago. So what, what a great opportunity to take a look at is if you've never thought about new construction, it's time to really explore that opportunity because the price of the existing homes in the marketplace, there's multiple homes, multiple offers. I had a client here the other day in my office, and the thing that what they spoke about specifically is they had 50 showings and 48 hours on the home. They had 19 offers on the home, and the, and, and the person paid thousands of dollars above that price Okay, in order to get that existing home that was already on the market It's because it went that quick. So the thing is about new construction, you don't have to worry about fighting over the lot, trying to overpaying for trying to overbid the house. You come in, our pricing is very streamlined. We have standard pricing that we use on our lots, uh, standard pricing for our base price on our homes. We deliver you exactly the standard features that you receive. It's on our website, our advertised prices, what we have. And in this marketplace, it's really important to realize that we really separate ourselves apart from our competitors. With COVID, there's been a lot of changes to the business that has gone on. And the thing that's really unique is that we don't do lumber surcharges. We don't do escalation clauses today that are part of that business. You know, we offer our base price, and that's our base price that we offer to our customers. There's no funny business that goes on with it at all. It is just really simple. Just do business as you should do business. And that's what my dad taught me years ago. Treat people as, you, as the way you want to be treated at ultimately at the end of the day. If I'm a layperson and I'm listening to you talk, and you just said escalation clauses or lumber surcharges, is that what you said, surcharges? What does that mean? So what I see going on in the marketplace today is that, you know, a builder's advertising a price out there, and we're getting lots of feedback from clients that when they go into the, the showroom or go, go meet with the client in their office, they're saying, well, you know, the price of this home went up uh $10,000 or $6,000 because of the price of lumber pricing has gone up, you know, and there's been a lot of costs related to COVID that has increased the home prices over the last probably year. Um, but one thing, it, lumber has been the thing that's probably been the most volatile, okay? So what we have done is we protect our clients ultimately at the end of the day. When you sign the purchase agreement and you sign that home for, say, $350,000 or $250,000, that's the price at the end of the at, at the end of the construction, okay? And when when the surcharges, they would charge you additional premium up front, and in escalation clauses, they would have something in the purchase agreement that you have to watch out for to make sure that at the end of the day, when you look at that purchase agreement, that they don't put a say, okay, well here's the price of two by fours in lumber today. If this price goes up at the end of the project, okay, is the builder going to charge me more? 
than I originally agreed to up front. So we don't do any of those things. You know, we make it business really simple and treat people as they should be treated and do things on a very, very high level ethically in the marketplace. And we, we think that's the best way to do business. One of the things, too, Jamie, that you mentioned is custom and semi-custom home. I think a lot of times people think when they look on the website of Lancia Homes, when they see a floor plan, that that's the floor plan they have to have, that there's not going to be very much variation there. Or I'd like you to expand a little bit on um, you doing custom work, you know, how, how that works. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting here today. No one, none of our clients come in and just say, I'm going to buy and build this home just as this is. Uh, it, it just doesn't happen. You know, I was on a Zoom call last night, and that's some of the great technology we have. We have a client that's relocating from uh, the state of, Can- state of Kansas, and they're coming into Fort Wayne. They're coming back home um, to northern Indiana to be closer to family. And the thing that was really, really unique about that is that we can do things with technology today uh, of understanding those ideas that they wanted to do. Then we have our, our architect CAD designers in-house. We have two of them. And the thing is they're able to integrate those ideas and thoughts um, and, and needs and wants of interviewing the customer with their family. And we'll be able to integrate those and take one of our standard plans and customize that plan to meet their family's needs. So that's kind of on more of taking our standard plan and using that way. The other thing that, that's something that's done is very, very often is that we'll interview a customer and we'll start from scratch. You know what I mean? We'll just have a, a one-off, one-of-a-kind home that we build, a true custom home from the ground up. And it can take anywhere from three to six months to design that home, you know, with all the changes along the way and have that true custom, one-of-a-kind home. And we build lots of them in northern Indiana every single year, especially when you come on lake properties and a lot of times on meets and bounds when you're building a home on multiple acres. Let's walk through the building process. I'm client John. Let's walk through that process. So when walking through that process, you know, Tyler, you know, the client comes in, a lot of times they're represented with a a real estate professional um, like yourself, Tyler or Carrie. Um, And what happens is that you bring your client into us and we spend a fair amount of time of really just initially interviewing the client, trying to get a better understanding of um, what they maybe like about their current home, the things and their objectives to build a brand new home, and really trying to drill how many bedrooms do they want the, the main bedroom on the first floor? Do they need a home office today? So, you know, we go back two or three years ago prior to COVID. I mean, home offices were like, you know, we're going away. And today, home offices are key and essential things. And a lot of times today, we're building homes with two home offices because you have two people working at home and maybe you need to have or you need to have one person's working at home and you have to have an area for the kids to study with remote learning today. So the total home has changed greatly with that. So a lot of that initial process is really interviewing, finding out the locations and the needs and wants of their family and to kind of have like the things they absolutely have to have with the needs. And then, of course, the, the wants list, right? You know, the things that are kind of on the wish list that if, you know, as long as everything comes within the budget, you know that they can have. And we do our best to kind of put all those things together. And then we start formulating a, a game plan for the floor plans that we have, and we start designing off of that at the end of the day. Um, shortly after that, then we continue through the design process and eventually lead to interior design selections, working with our interior designers. We just brought a second interior designer on. Uh, she just joined our team three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, she's uh, licensed as well as she's uh, as educated in that process of uh, interior design and worked for a, a furniture store here locally for about nine years. So she has a great deal of wealth of knowledge that she's bringing to our team to help enhance our total customer experience. So we go through the floor plan. We get the house designed how we want it. Let's talk about subdivision versus meets and bounds. So let's start with subdivision. If I want to build in a subdivision, what happens? 
So, you know, if it's a subdivision on a on a lot building a home where we, Lancia Homes, own the building site, it makes it really, really simple because um, the, the things like the water and sewer taps, the sidewalks, any area connection fees, grading and seating of the lawn, okay, uh, all that's built into our lot price, okay? So when we quote you that lot price, basically we're adding the home and the features that are desired for that new home, as well as we add the lot price, okay? So that's if it's a lot that we own in our inventory. If it's a lot that, say, maybe it's a multi-builder community, which we build many homes in multi-builder neighborhoods all over northern Indiana and, like I said, northwest Ohio, what happens there is that we have to look and understand what are those tap fee connections, and those things need to be added to that. So one thing that's kind of a confusion that maybe happens amongst home buyers out there is they look and they say, well, this lot over here, you can buy this for, say, $65,000 over here. Well, that doesn't include the water tap fees, uh, necessarily the grade and seating of the lawn, the sidewalks, or any area connection fees. Although those things have to be added to it. So sometimes those are costs that are maybe a little bit surprised by by them. Obviously, they're not surprised from the standpoint that they're fully investigate those before they would sign a purchase agreement, so they understand what they are. But I think it's something not all clients really understand in the business uh, and how that makes up the total cost of that for building on a home. So the one thing about the advantage about building on one of our lots, it makes that flexibility. Now, building on meets and bounds. We build a lot of homes on meets and bounds, like a lot of lake homes, custom homes that are designed for specific lakes uh, Lakes uh, in northern Indiana. And one thing about Steubank County, we have lots of lakes that are within a 45-minute drive just in Steubank County and even more as we head up toward the Warsaw area and Columbia City area. So those properties there spend a little more time trying to design something that fits and meets that mold. You know, Sometimes you have challenging dirt where you have to require pilings or helical piers that need to be installed to help support the home down deep in the ground. Or maybe even on maybe meets and bounds where someone purchased maybe or inherited five or ten acres of farm ground, okay? And that process takes a little more time and assessment. We don't charge anything to come out and assess those properties and take a look at it to really get to understand and ultimately put a budget together um, for the client to understand that really what the cost is. And the budget number we put together is something that's realistic to build that home out there on those meets and bounds settings. Jamie, I've worked with you in the past quite a bit in regards to building homes, and I know that when someone buys a um, home on your lot, that you will carry the construction loan, and that is a huge selling point for a lot of people. And I want you to uh, talk a little bit more about that. But the other thing, too, what Jamie was mentioning, when you're looking at lots and it's not a Lancia-owned lot, more times than not, the fees that Jamie is talking about when selling real estate, I always say it's a ballpark of about $10,000 to add on to that lot for those different fees and grass and sidewalks and things like that, your yard. So that's something you have to really be careful about because when you're out looking at lots and you go, well, why is, you know, why is this one 10000 less or why is this 5000 less? I want to go with that lot. There's usually a reason why. And that's the same thing with corner lots, because you have to have sidewalks on both sides. So if you won't, don't mind, Jamie, if you won't talk a little bit more about the lots you own and what a great benefit would be if they do purchase one of your lots and build. So we own, we own lots all over northeast Indiana. Uh, we also have a land development company where we develop uh, lots all over northeast Indiana. And we have many new neighborhoods that are coming up this year. But one, the huge advantage here that we have when 
building a home with Lancia Homes on one of the lots that's in our inventory in one of our neighborhoods. And sometimes we, we own many lots that are not just exclusively in our neighborhoods, they're in multi-builder neighborhoods as well, is that uh, we um, will carry the construction loan on that lot, that home, you know, and that's a huge savings to that buyer out there. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, um, if a builder would require a construction loan, um, it's paid in several different draw formats where there's a portion paid at the lot closing up front, then that's when the interest starts. So you start paying some simple interest on that that amount of money that's borrowed from the bank. And then a little bit more after the foundation's done, then the foundation draw's done, okay? And so that would add about probably three to $4,000 typically to a new build if a construction loan was required. Uh, we don't charge anything. Um, we never have to uh, carry the construction loan for our clients if it's on one of our building sites. So that gives the flexibility to really ultimately uh, find out what the best financing is, um, as well as to talk with multiple lenders in Northeast Indiana. And there's a lot of great lenders in this marketplace for sure. But we really like to have that opportunity to do that because we help the client. It helps them out to lower their costs, gives us a competitive advantage in the marketplace. And not many builders do that where they will carry the construction loan uh, for no additional cost. I know many builders in the marketplace, they'll charge anywhere from uh, 2 to 4% IC um, of the total purchase price of the home and add that to the total cost of the project. We don't do that. You know, we, we don't charge anything to do that when we carry the construction loan on one of the lots we own in our inventory. And actually, that's that's a good point because um, I just uh, saw where a builder charged eight percent. So um, yeah, that's a great. And you know, the other thing too that's great with that is it could or might help with do you know not having to do a double move because sometimes when people are getting you know can't find a house and they decide they're going to build another scary part to them is oh my gosh I got to do a double move how am I going to do that so this might help believe that it just depends each circumstance is a little bit different. Well, one thing that's unique today is that, you know, there's a couple lenders in this marketplace that do offer some bridge loan financing, you know, and a bridge loan financing is they take your current home and look at the equity that's in that in your current home and get it appraised and look at make sure you qualify for the second home. And a lot of times they make that as an interest only payment as they're as they're as they're doing that prize, you build that home. So when you when your home is completed, your new home is complete. What happens is that you're making interest-only payments for uh, several months, you know, and obviously your home's uh, listed, uh, your existing home was listed, you get that sold, that pays down the loan, and the financing resumes kind of as a typical normal 30-year mortgage would be at the end of the day. But there's several local lenders that do that really, really well. Yeah, there's also the blanket loan. So call Tyler and I, and we'll explain those to you. Oh, yeah. There's our plug. <laughs> uh, how long is it taking right now to build a house? Okay, let me back up. Pre-COVID, how long did it take to build a house? And right now, with COVID, how long is it taking to build a house? So pre-COVID, it took about five to five and a half months to build a home from kind of breaking ground to completion for a slab home. And then on a basement home would take about an extra month longer. So, you know, anywhere really from five and a half to six and a half months. The thing is about what COVID has happened is that, you know, every state has handled COVID differently with their regulations. And the state of uh, Indiana has been very, very friendly to keeping our workforce in the state of Indiana employed, uh, keep you working on the job sites. And we've never missed a beat. Our, our staff came to work every single day, um, as well as all of our crews came to the, came to, out in the field on the job sites every single day throughout COVID, unless, the, unless it was raining or really bad weather. We had some snow here a few weeks ago. But, um, but at the end of the day, you know, states like Michigan, which is not that far away, who manufacture a lot of different products that come in to the state of Indiana, 
they were shut down for a period of months, you know, and, and what those did is that inventory levels throughout the country have uh, decreased. So, you know, currently it's taking about an extra probably one to one and a half months on the total build process out there today. But I'm seeing that, you know, that the lead times are getting shorter and shorter all the time. You know, every month they're getting shorter. They're, they're, they're decreasing by days, if not weeks, and which is really a huge plus, which tells me that, you know, obviously the vaccines that are in place are uh, – uh, taking shape and it's making an impact and workforces staying at work more and they'll have less time off. Of course, it's also weather driven as well, I'm sure. Um, the other the other question I had for you, Jamie, when we were talking, when you were just talking about um, the COVID and time to start and stop, I've had people ask me, hey, can I pour a slab in the winter? You know, should I hold off building until it's spring and there's no more snow on the ground? How How would something like that work? So Lancy Homes is a unique company that we have some ground thawing, ground heating equipment that uh, our competitors competitors just don't have in the marketplace. You know, we uh, will start and begin homes um, in late fall, in the middle of the winter. Really, we poured foundations all winter long, except for really probably a three-week time frame here in, in February, where it was really just kind of tough weather. And we knew that weather, we saw it coming in, and we prote- weather protected everything over there. But the thing is about it with some of the day's technology, and basically we use concrete blankets. You know, we, we heat the frozen ground. We make sure we, there's, no, there's no foundations poured over any frozen dirt at all. Um, we make sure it's protected with blankets. Just like you put a blanket on a bed, you're putting a huge blanket, multiple on a, on a slab. You know, that keeps that insulates it from freezing, that protects the slab and foundation there. Um, I built my own home. I've been in now 15 years. Um, that home there, I built in the middle of winter. So I will tell you that uh, I have, there's no concerns about building a home um, with my company in Northeast Indiana or Northwest Ohio in uh, the middle of winter. We, have, we take all the proper precautions to make sure that it's, uh, there's no issues for the clients. You know, the other question I was going to ask you, Jamie, is, you know, everybody seems to be environmentally um, conscious. And I've had people ask me, the wood's exposed and it's raining and there's snow on there and will mold. What about mold? And um, I'll say, hey, I don't know. I'm going to ask Jamie Lancia. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a really great that's that's a really great question, you know. And obviously, you know uh, that that the the mold word that you just brought up has become more sensitive here in the last probably ten or fifteen years. And the thing is about it is, is obviously our top priority is to make the home weather tight. You know what I mean? Get get it up framed up as soon as possible. And of course, we have moisture meters that we check things and probe areas to make sure that you know those things w- will not occur. Uh, the th- other thing that occurs is that, you know, once the house wrap is on the home and we have the roof uh, uh, tar paper, and today we use synthetic tar paper on the roof that helps repel water at a much greater rate, really the home's weatherproof at that point in time, okay? And, that, and no more water is going to en- enter the building envelope and cause any damage, you know, uh, once that's done. So, you know, we have a lot of different technologies available today, and the products have changed immensely. You know, 25 years ago, the house wraps were not that good. You know, and we didn't have synthetic felt papers like we do today that could keep inclement weather off the roof to the shingles are finally on and things like that. You know, and that leads me to this point that when you're comparing builders, it's not just the standard features that you're comparing. These are hidden things that you don't even see and nobody mentions other than Lancey, of course, but that you're getting in the price and you're, you're protected with those things. You know, you can be, that's, that's the whole trick with new home construction is making sure that you're comparing apples to apples and oranges to oranges. Because if you're just looking for the bottom dollar, well, then you're, that's what you're going to get the bottom dollar. But if you're really searching out for the home of your dreams and the home that you want to uh, enjoy, these are some of the things that you want to look for. 
you know, Carrie, that's a really good point you just brought up. Um, I teach uh, continuing education for the the real estate market in Northeast Indiana, and uh, the thing that's really unique I bring uh, I bring up in, in continuing education, and even with new real estate professionals that have just been, joined the industry, is that not all builders um, do things the same exact way, and not all builders offer the same standard features. So um, it's not like going out to a Chevy dealership and buying a Chevy Equinox at one dealership and going three miles down the road and checking out that Chevy Equinox at that dealership. You know, it's made by one manufacturing plant. You know, our homes are conventionally built on site, and every builder uses a different set of features. So spending the time and really reviewing that, that's the reason why that drives price, right? Just what the standard features are and what the amenities that come with that home. What are some things that Lancia Homes does that in the actual construction process that it's different from your competitors that you think stands out? Wait, one thing I just wanted to add, because Tyler so rudely interrupted me because he didn't know I was going to talk. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't point the highlighter at him. And that is, you build from scratch. I mean, you frame everything. You don't have walls that come in from you know a factory. or you, you frame and everything is right on site. Is that not true, Jamie? We build homes in the conventional way that's been done for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, the two-by-fours come in bundles that are all packed together. We open up those bundles, and we frame all the walls on site. We do not do any panelized construction in this marketplace. Jamie, what are some things that Lancia Homes does in the actual construction process that is different from your competitors that you think stands out? Well, I think there's we have several things throughout that process that we really try to pay really close attention to detail. And really, when you build a new home, it's really about all about in the details at the end of the day, you know. And you know, we have a really skilled team, you know, from the very beginning, from the project management. It starts there from the superintendent that oversees the home under construction. And it starts really from there, you know, making sure you have really well, ex- well seasoned, experienced uh, project managers. You know, all of our project managers have been with our company for a very long time. You know, they worked in the field. They came, they came up through the ranks over the years. Uh, we're, we're, we're very well experienced. And, and I spend a lot of time with them myself, continue to make sure we're, we're current with building techniques and, and, and also the new types of processes that are available in the marketplace. A couple things that are really specially that stand out is that, you know, after the framing is done and complete in the home, you know, uh, our superintendents go through that home and make sure we measure every door opening, measure every single window opening, measure the rooms, make sure that everything's, the, the doors are square and plumb and make sure everything is as it, as it should be, you know, right before we go to the next stage, which is the mechanicals when they, the electrical system gets installed, as well as the plumbing system, as well as the heating and cooling system is installed, you know. So we kind of do a stop right there to basically make sure the quality as it is. Another thing we do is we hire a third-party company um, right before drywall goes up after the home's insulated to come and do an inspection. A third-party set of eyes comes in there and make sure that we have all the blocking installed, make sure we have everything insulated exactly as it is, because we want to deliver a really, really, ultimately, at the end of the day, highly efficient home and make sure that we're, we're delivering something that's really efficient for the sustainability of the home and the family that we're building it for long term. So that's something that's really unique that we do. Um, another thing that we've done for over 10 years is we recycle 97% of our waste. So 97% of our waste that we left over two by fours, whatever, is re- is not is diverted from the landfill, does not go to the landfill at all. And we've been doing that for 10 years, you know, and, and, and the leftover lumber gets, uh, the cutoffs get ground up and makes, they make mulch out of it and shingles are put into asphalt and, and drywalls used for uh, making fertilizer and things like that. So we're the only builder in the marketplace that really does that, in that with that idea of really being green, you know what I mean, in the process that really kind of separates us and kind of sets, sets us apart. Um, kind of looking toward the end of the process, right after, uh, 
uh, right after the home's cleaned initially is, you know, we have our orientation, you know, done by the project manager. They do, they have a quality check sheet. They go through that home before the customer does, before that orientation is done with them. Make sure the fit and finish of the home is exactly as it is. And, you know, and of course, the superintendent's there just about almost, if not every day, several days a week, uh, making sure that we're dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Uh, but those are some of the things that we do is really the, the supervision is really where it matters and how, the, how you manage the construction sites and make sure that we're delivering the home that the customer wanted with our, our level quality that we expect from ourselves as well as the customer's expectations. We deliver those to them. If I'm a buyer and I'm listening to this and I say, okay, you know what, I, I think I want to start looking at building. And I go to some model houses, whether it's Lancy or, or whomever. What are some things or what are some advice that you would give to them to look for when selecting your builder? First, bring your realtor. Well, was, that's was, a great one. So I was just going to say, so the first thing you need to do, you need to call, contact Tyler and Carrie Morningstar first. There you, there you we know. go. And, uh, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, I mean, have some discussion with them. You know what I mean? Initially, kind of what you're looking for. And the thing is about it is that if, if you, you're, you use it, when you're using a realtor and you're going into one of our model homes, you know, and, and the first thing our agents are, that, that staff our model homes are really designed to ask, and we ask them to ask every single uh, client that comes indoors, have you been to a Lancia model home before? And, and number two, are you working with a, a real estate professional in the marketplace? You know, we want to make sure that is. And if, you, if you're working with um, Tyler and Carrie, for example, then what happens is that my, our internal salespeople will take your information down and we'll make sure that we're reaching out with you from an internally from one of our internal salespeople that are on my team and making sure that they're contacting the realtor. And we did a prime example of that. I had that happen here last week, actually. Someone went through a model home. Um, someone I actually that actually knows me, uh, they they they, re, they re came back to me and the information from our salespeople. I reached out to the realtor that was um, involved in the transaction. We're meeting actually Friday Friday evening actually to, to have our first build meeting for them out there. So, you know, I think it's just making sure that ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you, you get hooked up with a, a great team. You know, great realtors like the Morning Star te- Morning Star team here and. Um, boom, uh, Make sure that you know you you understand that they're representing your interests as best they possibly can. Uh, Jamie, that brings up a really good question because I think a lot of misnomers out there is it's going to cost more if I use a realtor. Is it the same price whether they come to you directly or if they use a realtor? We do the one price thing, so it's the same price if you're using a realtor to represent you or if you came into one of our model homes and you used our representative in one of our model homes. It is the same price. Good answer. (laughs) So... Lots of people are probably scouring the internet. They look at house plans. I know we did that before we built. My wife was looking all over the place at house plans. And can I walk into Lancia's office and say, build me this house with a plan from the internet? Or from another builder. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, that's a good point. Or for another builder. So Lancy Homes is not going to build any floor plan that is uh, from another builder. Um, we will try to interview the client to get specifically what they liked about maybe a specific plan and either come up with our own plan to meet that client or modify one of our, one of our plans that we already currently have. Today, we do have a lot of clients that come in there and have a set of plans, and they made a print, print it off something from the internet, or maybe they even purchased that plan. We had a client not that long ago that purchased a set of plans out there, and we're happy to work with that client to understand um, 
to build that floor plan. Um, if someone buys something or prints something off from the internet, um, there's there's copyright rules and, and laws that have to be followed today. And ultimately, at the end of the day, um, there's a cost to for those plans. You know what I mean? And we want to make sure that uh, the client's protected as well as Lancy Homes is protected. So uh, those plans can range anywhere from about $600 to probably about $2,500 to purchase those set of floor plans that are out there. So when you have that floor plan that maybe you saw out there that was really something unique and special that really caught your eye, we absolutely will build that plan, but realizing that there is a cost to buying that floor plan. And usually it's a one-time license is how those work. So it's $2,500 every time you build that home. So there is a distinction here. So if I walk in just printing a plan, no bueno, right? But if I've purchased the plan through that website and I am able to do it one time, that's a different story, correct? That's correct. And what I'd like to do is I, I don't want to say that, you know, if a client comes in with a handout that they printed from the internet, I'd like to have some discussion with them of really what their thought process is. And usually I just try to give them a budget off, say the, this home here is going to be maybe between 350000 and maybe 375000 in that range. And, and, and I'll kind of give them a range of a kind of a budget number to shoot for and say, look, and, until you purchase those plans and we have them in hand, I can give you a much more definitive number. That's how I normally handle that. And, and usually just a general plan, um, idea of a budget number of what that is, um, that gives them a better reference point to understand if it's out of their budget or if it's in their budget of what they want to have to build a new home. I'm sure with being in the business for 46 years, they could bring in a plan from the internet and you've probably have built something pretty doggone close to it. So I, I think, and with having a CAD designer on uh, staff, what would be very nice, too, I'm sure they could just say, hey, I love this living room and I love this bedroom. That's what I really love. And you can design something around that. So I think stopping in and seeing Jamie and his staff would really help probably alleviate having to go through a bunch of plans. No, I think going through that interview process that we try to conduct with every single client um, is really key because sometimes I will tell you clients come in and they think they have a, they want to build a ranch floor plan. I would tell you I think about 90% of our clients come in the door and they think they want to build a ranch floor plan. Um, a lot of times they end up settling on a floor plan that is a bedroom one is on or the master bedroom is on the main floor. And then maybe we have three or four bedrooms on the second floor today. I mean, a couple of talking about efficiencies and building a little bit, you know, uh, when you have one roof, like a ranch floor plan that covers one floor, you know, your price per square foot is more expensive there uh, than having a floor plan that has uh, one roof that covers multiple floors, you know, on like a two story home or a story and a half home. If you're going to build a ranch, it's true that all the materials go out. And then it, it's like a story and a half is like a, a triangle, if you will, and then a two stories a box. How much, just in general, Jamie, if you can't answer it, if you go from a ranch to a story and a half, for the same money, would you get 100 more square feet, 150 more square feet, and then the story and a half to a two story? And then, you know, we could figure out all the rest in between. But do you, do you think you get 100 more square feet or do you think you get more? I think you get more, actually. And I can think of several floor plans right off the top of my head that, that we have on our website. You know, for example, like a Mandalay floor plan, it's 1,644 square feet, uh, two bedroom, uh, two bath, sorry, three bedroom, uh, two bathroom. 
Um, and, and that home there, you know, a, a comparable floor plan or price point would be like a Trenton one where it's a three bedroom with a loft upstairs. That's a little over 1900 square feet. So in this particular case, it's almost 300 square feet more, you know, when going to the, going to that, going to that second floor, um, and having the master on the main or bedroom one on the main, uh, when you go to having a true story, a, a true two story where all the bedrooms are on the second floor. And then we start getting kind of creative and putting the laundry, like the washer and dryer on the second floor to help open up that first floor space so it's more open we don't, we don't have these spaces like the laundry room that's taking up space on the first floor to make larger living spaces that are really key and essential for families today which is really you know they would typically want a home office want a large great room want a large kitchen and nook you know even that laundry room gets pulled off the first floor and goes on to the second floor now you're talking that you're getting um, not double the amount of square feet but you're probably getting close to about 500 square feet uh, for about the same amount of money as that ranch would have cost so jamie what are some cool or unique things that you've seen? Now, this is hard to describe on audio, but you don't, you know, do the best that you can. Some things that are, you think that are maybe coming to our market down the road. So today, like, you know, everyone wants things that homes that are, have some type of technology in them today. I mean, making sure they're kind of what I would say future ready you know, that are, that are, that are up and coming, you know, and obviously, you know, the big thing that everyone's seeing out there today and you keep hearing more and more of it is no electric cars, right? You know, I mean, you know, General Motors made an announcement by what, 2035, they want to try to have, have a whole electric car fleet. So, you know, the, the part of the things that people are considering now is solar panels on home, you know, what, what are the costs for solar panels, you know, and how many solar panels do I need? Um, do I, am I, am I going to buy a Tesla or some other car or vehicle like that? That's an electric vehicle and asking to have electric vehicle charging stations or provisions for them put into their home today. So, you know, that's something that really, uh, didn't really exist three or four years ago. You know what I mean? Three or four years ago, people were talking about it, but they weren't really pulling the trigger to make that action happen. And today we're seeing more and more of those things continue to happen and allowing those things for provisions, you know, uh, which is, which is a huge plus, you know, the designs have changed just so quickly here in the last really two years you know we went from really this kind of craftsman to kind of modern farmhouse to now we're almost to this contemporary kind of modern farmhouse look that is really really popular here today and in this in the marketplace not only in Fort Wayne Indiana but across the country is becoming more and more modern in their style of, of things and the colors are shifting um, greatly in different textures and different styles of, of products are being used and different metals or and colors of being brought into the homes today. So um, those are some of the things that are really changing. I mean, obviously, kitchen design is really key today. I mean, kitchens and uh, bedroom one bath, you know, or owner suite bathrooms, you know, are huge. You know, the large tile showers are just continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger all the time. You know, having uh, really cool kitchen places, because that's where everyone hangs out, right, in the home today. I mean, I mean, if you have company over, you have your friends over, where are you at? You're in your kitchen nook space, you know, and so those spaces are getting larger and larger and larger uh, to meet those gathering requirements that everyone has today. Because I think everyone realized being a home with COVID here is that they realized what they really loved about their home and loved and also made a note of things that they didn't really like about mm-hmm. their home as being stuck inside uh, quite a bit for the last couple of years. So that's the year, I should say. And uh, I think they've made kind of note, and that's one thing we're doing some really unique things with regard to kitchen spaces um, and also allowing for outdoor um, gathering spaces and as well as having additional porches and outdoor fireplaces and things like that that are going on but we've done a lot of cool things over the years you know we've done we've done we've done, we've done indoor hockey rinks inside homes and things, and things like that so just no shag please what i don't want to have to get another indoor shag rink. rink how big was it you know, the indoor hockey rink was probably about 30 by 20. It was a practice area. Was uh, it like 
in a basement out to it, the side. It, it, it was it was on the main floor of the house. You know, what? yeah. We actually uh, the client wanted to, wanted to have it, and we uh, we did we, we did a uh, indoor hockey rink and uh, for for a client here, and we went to Becker Arena Products, who makes the dasher boards for like uh, here in Fort Wayne at the Comets, and uh, we kind of, I mean I, I consulted with Colin Chalk on those things with him on on it, and we designed a whole system for a client of ours. That kind of opens up a can of worms. I love asking these questions. What are some other really unique things that you've come across like that, like a hockey rink. I mean, that's, I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, it, we kind of really on our custom side, we really kind of really do really what our clients really want us to do, you know? Um, uh, I don't, I don't want to say all the things that we've done over the years, but I would tell you that, uh, the thing that, you know, obviously indoor basketball over the years, you know, we've had clients re- request that over over the years, you know, having auxiliary spaces and in, in, in buildings to allow for provisions for like said, indoor sand volleyball court or in, indoor soccer facility, indoor golf simulators. I mean, th- just things like that. So whether or not they're doing it initially or they're planning the provisions to, to do them down the road. And uh, I, I think one of the most unique ones that someone wanted a, really an Olympic size uh, uh, official sand, uh, sand volleyball court. And that was, it was very expensive to try to uh, achieve that process because uh, sand is uh, really tough to get. We, we have sand in northern Indiana here, but we don't have the right type of sand. The right type of sand has to come from Pennsylvania, and it's very tr- very expensive to truck it that far. Okay, so, Jamie, I have a lot. I have a home plan, okay? I sign a purchase agreement. What's next? So... So what's next after we have the we sign the purchase agreement? Uh, we continue to work with the financing to make sure we get a mortgage commitment letter and make sure the client qualifies for all the mortgage and loan documents. After that, then uh, before the home gets started, we meet with our one of our two interior designers, and we then go through that process of choosing exterior things like windows. Uh, we choose a front door color, siding color, roof color, shingle colors, and then a couple weeks later, we'll have you come back in and then uh, meet to do the interior stuff, which is fun. You know, cabinets and lighting and faucets and tile or vinyl planking, which is huge today in the marketplace. Picking your carpet wall color, which bring we bring the whole the whole home together to make sure we make sure it has the right synergy and the right style of every family. You know, once again, that's where the realtor becomes involved because you should be bringing your client with a pre-approval letter. So um, the client and the builder knows exactly what they can afford. So it just makes for a lot of less headaches when um, you're not second guessing what somebody can or cannot afford and you know what, what they can add to the house. Jamie, I think these two kind of go hand in hand, and that is what kind of warranties does Lancia provide? But also, if I have a problem with my Lancia home, what's that process and how does it get taken care of? Because I feel like they kind of go hand in hand here. Carrie, that's a great question. You know, one thing that we've really been dedicated to really strongly about over the years is trying to provide the best customer service we can. Um, and part of the thing is about is we have a dedicated customer service team. You know, we have a customer service manager, and, and we actually have customer service advisors. And the thing is about it is that before a customer moves into their new home, we conduct a new home orientation, you know, and that's typically done about seven to ten days prior to closing on the new home, making sure that the client's happy with the fit and finish of the entire home uh, prior to closing on it. You know, make sure all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed and everyone's happy. Uh, we then follow up 30 days later with our 30-day uh, contact with the client. 
Uh, we follow up uh, one year later with a client as well. Um, obviously, we want to make sure that uh, uh, they're, they're happy with everything and the home's still performing as it should. Then we also follow up again for two years. You know, and on, on that two-year, the thing that's unique to us is that we warranty the heating and cooling system, the electrical system, and the entire plumbing system from two years from Lancia Homes, you know. Uh, we give a four-year roof warranty on top of our limited lifetime warranty that we use on all of our homes. We use certainty shingles in all of our homes. Uh, so that limited lifetime warranty that we use is really exceptional. You know, that's something that's really unique uh, with us, I think, in the marketplace. But every home we do, we, we reinsure our warranty with a company called 210 Home Buyers Warranty. We purchase that policy for every single home. The client will always contact us, uh, start the process there if they ever had a warranty concern over the years. But uh, we, we know every home has a 10-year major structural defect warranty. We want to make sure that customer has that peace of mind at the end of the day that uh, we build them a really high-quality home, and we're, we're, we're standing behind it and as well. as If you have a basement home, we have a 10-year guaranteed dry basement for 10 years as well. You know, before we get into and um, letting Jamie uh, talk about where he can, people can see a Lancia home, I just wanted to toot Lancia's horn a little bit longer here for the fact that this is what sets Lancia apart from other builders. They will carry the construction loan if they own the lot. Um, they have a CAD designer and a decorator on staff. Um, two of I, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's two right. Each. Two. Two. And then... Um, they're king of the lots, and that's an important factor right now because lots um, are hard to come by, and it's good when you can work with a builder who has the majority of the lots that are available in and around Allen County. So with the, the selection of lots that they have, I'm sure that you'd be able to find something. Uh, the warranties, they're second to none in regards to any builder here just for the fact of having that second year that they'll come back. No, no, no questions answered. They'll be there. And the other thing, too, which we really didn't get to talk too much about, but, um, you know, if you see Tyler, I, or Jamie, we can expand that a little, little bit longer. But as they've been in business for 46 years, their vendors have also been in business for a long time, and they've done business with their vendors. And vendors, I'm talking about the people who supply the windows, the wood, uh, the heating and air. Plumbing. That's Yeah, that's just as important because... Um, you can have a builder that's a great builder, but if he doesn't have good subs and vendors, you're in trouble. Okay. So if someone has listened to this and they want to maybe take that step into building, how can they find a Lancy home to look at? Besides calling carrier, well, Tyler. We should definitely be the first calls. <laughs> there's no doubt. But beyond that... So after you've uh, reached out to both Carrie and Tyler, you know, first start is LanciaHomes.com, www.thelanciahomes.com. And, you know, we have a huge wealth of information on there where, you know, a lot of our clients uh, can start looking at floor plans, looking at standard features, uh, our locations where we're building, you know, where our open houses and model homes are, where, the, where they're located. Um, also, we have a virtual design studio online on our website as well that you can take a look at that and look at colors and start designing your home from a standpoint of looking at choosing different types of brick selections or stone selections, cabinets, wall colors, flooring, everything, uh, which is which is really, really unique. It's something that's kind of unique to us. You know, in, in the marketplace, we have a virtual design studio to kind of give you an idea. It really gives you a better idea what your home would look like with the different type of textures you wanted to. But on our website, on our open house area over there, you can always reach out to us there. Uh, we have our open houses. Our open houses are open. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We are closed on Thursday, Friday. So Thursday, Friday is by appointment. 
only. Um, but we're happy to get you in that home on Thursday and Friday and outside of the normal model hours, which is Saturday, Sunday from 12 to 5, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from 1 to 6 p.m. And uh, one of our sales reps or definitely could help you as well as Tyler Morningstar and Carrie Morningstar uh, can help you to guide you in the right direction with their years of experience in new construction. And uh, I think that start with them first and we can get moving, moving forward in the right direction. So now that all that's out of the way, okay. I, have, I have a question that came from Instagram. Oh, wow. Somebody on Instagram wanted to know what your favorite wine was. My favorite wine. So the person must know me fairly well. So um, I, I, am a, I am a wine collector and connoisseur. But I, but I have to tell you that uh, probably my favorite. I, I love Pinot Noir. I do love Cabernet. It's really, you know, a friend of mine told me years ago, so what's your favorite wine? The one I'm drinking currently. Well, <laughs> well, Good answer. That's what he told me years ago. But uh, I, I'm not sure I've gotten to that, to that method because there's a lot of ones I've been drinking right at the moment that were not that good. But I, I like Pinot Noir, and I think Cabernet are both very, very good and very well balanced to, to suit just about any meal. Any meal, But I'll drink about anything at the end of the day. <laughs> so you mentioned you're a wine enthusiast. What other hobbies? What else are you into? Remove building. What else you got going on? So if I'm not if I'm not if I'm not uh, building homes, I love spending time with family. Love doing things. I'm a family guy at heart. I love watching my kids play sports, soccer, golf. Um, that's really kind of really my passion. You know what I mean? I think every parent will, would probably say that as well. Um, I don't spend too many times with my own hobbies as much that way. I love going on vacation with my family and spending time with them. I really love warm, sunny weather and beaches. So any place where there's a beach that we can go out there and have fun, my kids just they love that and. Uh, uh, and I love being part of their lives every day and getting the honor to be able to see them and very fortunate to be able to attend their soccer and sporting events and watch that as they continue to mature and become uh, uh, young adults here in the next few years. So it's, it's time goes by very, very fast. I think that is uh, a good conclusion to this show for the fact that um, we're going to get Jamie's information here, but he treats you like family. And I can say that because I've sold a lot of homes uh, for Jamie, but well, they built my house. Well, there you go. But most importantly, with being in the business for that long and it being a family business, and then listening to how important his family is, uh, and he treats his uh, employees like family. I come on and be one of the family of Lancia Homes. Jamie, tell them how they can get a hold of you again, not just your website, but is there a telephone number and things like that that they can get a hold of Lancia Homes? So to get a, get a hold of Lancia Homes, our main office number is 260-489-4433, 260-489-4433. You can always go to lanciahomes.com. My email address, I'll put it out there. If you ever want to contact me, uh, Jamie, it's J-A-M-I-E at lanciahomes.com. I'm happy to, to uh, take any questions that you may have about uh, building a new home or anything throughout the process that involves building a new home or wine or wine possibly <laughs> but thank but, but thank you very much uh carrie and tyler for having me on here today and i'm honored to be be your guest here today and uh, i'm happy to continue to help support you guys in the real in, in the real estate business and uh you know it's a team effort at the at, at the at the end of the day and uh thank you for asking me to be on your show thanks jamie thanks. we appreciate thank your time you. so, we really do well we always have to do our little outro uh you can email me at tylermorningstar at gmail.com. Phone number is 260-433-5385. And if you have any questions for us on this podcast, sellingfwpodcast at gmail.com. That is our email here for this podcast, all 12 of you that listen to the show. No, we had 17 shares, so we're moving up. Yeah, we're big time. Um, 
or Carrie Morningstar, 260-410-8294 or Carrie Morningstar at gmail.com. We welcome any questions, any ideas, just as somebody had wanted to know about Jamie's wine. I found that interesting too. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.